You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. It is always a pleasure to have you here. So today we have another episode in the Genius Session series where folks come on and get support and coaching from me, and we work on helping them figure out how to build a business based on their genius. So today we have a guest that is remaining anonymous, and here is a little bit of her backstory so you can understand you know, a little bit about her and what she's trying to build. So she is a stay-at-home mom of two who obtained her Bachelor of Arts in Psychology in 2012 and completed Teachers College in 2013, yet knowing that that was instantly the wrong career choice for her. As her personal and family life moved forward, she became a full-time mom and was left with little formal work experience. And over the last year, both of her children are transitioning into full-time school, and she's looking to take the next step to fulfill her career goals and build out a business that is tailored to her unique genius. So in terms of what she's looking to build and create and who her target market is, I asked her to send in some details before our session together. So I'm going to read off what she sent in. She said, I am looking for a way to serve individuals and companies perhaps by helping them fulfill their written communication and really any kind of interpersonal demands they may face in their business. In short, I can articulate just about anything. I love to communicate with people. I'm the friend that is always in the know about all things pop culture, media, fashion, and what's trending. I'm super friendly and easy to get along with, and I can chat with you or give you advice about just under everything under the sun. I am extremely organized, almost to a fault. Over the years, I have become my friends and family's go-to person for organizing, writing, editing, or proofreading, or just about anything that they are working on. I am hoping to provide a service virtually so I can continue to be present for my family. I'm struggling to narrow down what this service would be or what it would fully entail. Is there an industry for this? Did I describe something that already exists, like a virtual assistant or something? Or is there a bigger picture that I'm missing? So I think this gives you so much context on today's guest and today's coach in the hot seat and we're gonna just dive into this session oh yes one more quick thing I did record this one as well when I was traveling so my audio is not the best Um, I apologize for that and I hope you enjoy the show today all right welcome to the show I'm so excited to have you here hi so you sent in some amazing questions today um, and we're gonna go through these one by one so I'm gonna read off the first one and we're gonna just dive in first question is You spoke a lot in your book about using every bit of work experience, whether it seemed relevant to my genius or not, in a way that could be applicable. Frankly, I have little formal work experience. I'm 31 years old with a pretty empty looking resume, and I'm not sure what to do from here or where to begin. Between finishing school in 2013 and now, I have accumulated little to no formal work experience. Now what? I'm intimidated because I feel extremely inadequate in what feels like a sea of extremely young, ambitious, overqualified people. Where do I begin? On paper, I feel like I do not measure up. This is a great question. My first thought for you was, what other stuff can we rope in? So when we're when I'm thinking about, you know, you using past work experiences or just general life experience. I'm usually thinking about this in a business building frame of like what would go specifically on a sales page or an about page on a website. So in terms of like past experiences that you can draw on, you can pull up education, 
you can pull up the work experience you do have, you can pull up life experiences. What kind of stuff do you think would be best for like us to draw on that, that's coming to mind when I say those things off the top of my head? So in terms of my education, I feel like I feel pretty accomplished, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I did get my bachelor's in psychology, which is something that I actually continue to follow up and read about and kind of stay on top of over the years. And in terms of my postgrad, I did get my Montessori teaching certification. So that in and of itself feels like an accomplishment. Um, it feels like, you know, just just the experience I had going through those programs, learning what I did and kind of learning how to apply it in that like specific field. I think that helped a lot. So that is one of the things that stands out to me that I could I could definitely do you know what I mean? I, I could mm-hmm. definitely use as um, something that would be applicable. And then in terms of my personal life, I, I mean, I've, I've spent the last couple of years raising my kids and that like, I mean, for, I think any parent will tell you that that's like that, like the life experience that you get from that is it's unmatched. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, previous work experience for me was a lot during my, um, like while I was in my undergrad and they were really just like odds and ends and part-time jobs. And there isn't, I'm, I'm not really sure how I could make that applicable today, you know, at 31 when those things were, were so long ago. Yeah. I totally get that. I think in terms of like a marketing perspective, like on a website, I would be using the key things that do feel most applicable. So like, for example, I would be talking about your educational background. I would also pull in, you know, your experiences and like things that you've learned as a parent, you could totally add, as well as any other like work experience that was that feels applicable. But I would say the stuff that is more like odd jobs or like something you did in high school, that's kind of more when I was trying to teach on that in the book, that's more of like stuff to help you recognize you've been doing your genius all along to like give you confidence okay. versus stuff that would go like on a sales page, or like a website um, that would be like more client facing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So this actually leads me to sort of my other question is in terms of like what you want to build, because based on what you want to build, that would help me help you frame and like look at your life experience and see how we could use that framework that I teach in the book of like, because I did X, I learned how to do Y and I can help you achieve Z because of it. Okay. But that leads me to the question of like what you would like to build and like what you'd like to create, which I know you mentioned in question two, but do you want to kind of talk me through some of the ideas you had of like what you'd like to sell in an ideal world? In terms of like an actual physical product, I can't really think of one. I, you know, I, I can't see myself being like, okay, I'm going to create this thing or I'm going to buy this thing or make this thing and, you know, sell this product to everybody and, you know, fulfill their needs that way. I don't, I I don't really see myself as that kind of a person, Mm -hmm. but I definitely think, um, I, I did mention it that reading and writing are something I really excel in. Um, I, I I am that person. I'm like the super type A person. My I'm organized down to a hair. I I can articulate just about anything. I'm very good with people. I like to sit down and chat with people. I kind of like to figure out who they are. So on a customer service and 
it's, it's funny working retail. That is one thing I realized. I like talking to people. I kind of like figuring out what their interests are. And, you know, um, I, I do like communicating with people. It brings me deep joy, but I think that I also think I'm good on paper. I'm good to organize stuff. It's weird. I, I was thinking to myself, like, how could I, like, how could this as a service be applicable to somebody else, you know? And I don't, I don't know that that, that exists. I don't know that it, if it's something I like that just kind of seems like a little too simple, if that makes any sense. I understand that. And then what were the gifts that you discovered that were yours from the book? So definitely I would say communicating with people. That's, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. And definitely like reading and writing skills. That's a really big one for me. Organization. That's a really big one for me. So there was some way for me to put those things together to be, to apply to like a service or uh, does that make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, if you could kind of wave your magic wand and have any kind of business model that you desired, are you wanting this to be like a, a digital service? Yes. Ideally, I would, I would like to be a digital presence. Cool. I'm happy to, you know, jump on a call with people, but I, I would like it to be a digital presence. I also think, I think especially over the last two, two years, that definitely seems to be the direction the world is going in. I wonder, I wonder if I'd had this conversation with you two years ago, if my answer would have been different, but I, I definitely think we're veering on the end, end, end of things all being very, very digital, very virtual. Mm-hmm. But you know, that, that has actually become really comfortable to me. And I've realized over the last two years, that is something I really enjoy. I, I would like the comfort of, of being in my own space, but being able to provide something for somebody. Yeah, totally. Do you have any examples of people that are kind of doing maybe what you would like to do? Like, have you seen any examples of folks where you're like, Oh, Hey, that person's doing something really interesting. Maybe like I could do that. Or that interests me in some sense. I haven't yet that, which is kind of why I'm at, sort of an impasse. I mean, in terms of what I'd be doing, I feel that I would want a service that I could provide to people rather than be part of a larger organization. If that, if that makes any sense. Totally. Yeah. Your own business, your own service that you can control working with your own clients. Yeah. I totally get that. Definitely. I would say going forward, like if I was, if this was, you know, a session, I was going to give you action items at the end, I would say a hundred percent, you want to be looking for folks who are kind of building businesses in the way in which you admire in the sense of like, um, are these people virtual assistants? Are these people copywriters? Are these people doing like communications consulting where it's like, I'm just making this up um, yep. it being like, Oh, do you have like a, a website that's unclear? I'm going to help you overhaul it. And we're going to mm-hmm. talk through your business and I'm going to come and give you better copy. And I'm going to consult you on how you can communicate better. I'm just making that up. Um, I'm trying to think where I would find these people, probably like listening to podcasts, like entrepreneurial kind of podcasts to see what kind of guests they have on and just sort of understanding what their jobs are specifically if they're virtual assistants that focus on communication or if they're copywriters or if they're communication consultants and just sort of seeing what, what you like and kind of thinking about like where you could fit in, in that space. Yep. Is that what you were thinking as well? Like that copywriting, communicating, writing, virtual assistants. Domain. Yeah. 
Yes, definitely. I, I think the only thing that I have come across so far that I feel kind of okay. Yes. Like that definitely check text, um, checks off a couple of boxes is anything in that domain. Like Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know that it would be considered freelance or not. Maybe initially it could be something that is freelance. And yeah, so you know, so maybe perhaps, for example, something like freelance copywriting or um or yeah, like a, a like perhaps being somebody's virtual assistant, maybe even just to get a feel. I would be open to that. I would be open to, you know, kind of getting my feet wet in a couple of those different industries and sort of seeing what, what fits correctly for me. Yeah. Yeah. I would say if you were to do virtual assistant work, I would say you definitely want to emphasize that you do it with a focus on communication. So it's like writing emails or like scheduling emails or helping people like write out captions for Instagram or something like written, like focusing on like a written spoken stuff. Otherwise, virtual assistant work can be like, you know, a lot of admin or like just tedious stuff that's probably really outside of your genius. So, yeah, just like if you were to do the virtual assistant stuff, I would say really want to make sure that you explain that you focus really on communication. I definitely like this idea of of sort of communication copywriting or or something like that kind of thing for you. I would need to dig a lot. Like that's like a definitely a three hour conversation in my other coaching package about like finding your genius and monetizing it of like taking this and like actually fleshing it into an offer yet that's sort of the direction that I feel like if I was going to give you advice on what I think you'd be really strong at is definitely like some sort of like communications consulting like and to the degree of what kind of help you how much hands-on work you want to do of of writing and building but I think that's where you'd probably really shine best does it make sense to say that being being kind of re-entering the workspace at this point in my life, does it make sense to say that on some level I feel like a, not, not a disconnect. That's not the correct word. I feel maybe there's something that I've missed over the last couple of years. And maybe that I feel for lack of better words, that maybe I have some catching up to do on like the workspace in general. Does that make sense? Like, I I feel like perhaps there's more people that have been working in that time the whole, all along, and they have so much more experience and value to give to a position that I could. And overall, I find that that's something that really intimidates me. That's probably why I haven't really gotten started yet, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely understand that. I think a couple of things I would say to that number one, like, you know, your journey starts when you're ready to, and, you know, everything kind of always happens in the exact right divine timing. So it's about kind of trusting a bit of like the, the, the divine plan for your life and knowing that you're starting now at the exact right time for you. And if you were to start this whole business, you know, say three, four years ago, you maybe would have totally not been like ready. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's happening all in the right time. So it's kind of like trusting that overall time of your life of like, it's, it kind of was all unfolding the whole way to get you to this point. That would be like my first mindset, you know, reframe is just like trusting that now is the right time. And because you have the desire now, it's, it means it's kind of like the right time now. Um, in terms of like more tactical ways to sort of overcome that, that feeling of like missing out on these years or feeling like people have built up all this experience. I think it's 
going to come down to like understanding that people are going to want stuff in the way in which you do it. And they're going to want your specific way of doing things. And there's a very good chance that your initial clients and whoever you work with is going to be people you kind of like know in your community or, or acquaintances or friends of friends. So yeah. it's, it's sometimes it's very easy to look at these like big names online and think that like everybody is just going to go buy their stuff. Yeah. When in fact, so many of your initial early clients are going to come to you through your network and your community. Understanding that most of the clients are going to come from the folks around you can kind of help you overcome that fear of like, oh, there's people out there that are doing it so much better. But people are going to come to you because you're you and like you and trust you and know you. And that's huge. Um, and therefore end up working with you. And that's kind of how you get those initial clients in the door. In terms of the catching up in the industry, I would say you definitely probably want to like listen to, you know, some entrepreneurial podcasts kind of just get a general scope and feel and like a vibe of like what's out there and what are the other different services are being offered just as like a understanding but not too much where you feel like that really intense self-comparison yes so I it's hard to draw the line you know yeah. somebody be like yes I've been you know doing this for the last 15 years and I'm tremendously successful and you know but then it kind of almost makes you feel like okay well is there a space left for me if you had a really defined solidified offer that was unique in its own way so okay. for example like in my own business there's a bajillion business coaches but I don't know anybody else that will specifically help you find your specific genius and turn that into a service or, you know, the way in which I do things is like my own unique little flavor and take on the whole big world of digital business. So it's really about niching down and finding like your thing and that specific, specific little thing that you're going to offer and your unique way of doing it and how, you know, you do it in your own unique style and being clear in an offer of what your offer is and what your offer isn't, I think that would help you feel more confident, which kind of comes along in in the journey of the business building journey of like mapping out an offer that's very unique and clear. I think that would help give you some confidence to help you like understand that you are offering something different than these other people because everybody's everybody is doing it in their own way. Like when I think off the top of my head of like all the copywriters I know, they're all doing stuff that's different. Some people are focused on copywriting for courses or they're like doing writing and they're focusing on writing, but their, their, their goal is to keep like publishing on the side or, you know, being more of like freelance journalism. And I don't know, they're trying to get like book deals. Everybody's got their own little take on the copywriting world. So it's just about figuring out where you fit in and then trusting that that, that is enough. How does that land and feel for you? Yeah. I mean, see how I actually wrote that down as you were speaking, you said to kind of find a niche and try to offer mm -hmm. something unique. I, I've been kind of just uh, taking down a couple of the things that you've been saying. And I, I wrote that down and I, I think the only real way for me to find something unique to offer is to kind of, I think at first I'm, I think I am going to have to offer what everybody else is offering and then sort of, you know, narrow down the process from there, because how would I really know to find that unique offer until, do you know what I mean? Until I sort of got the ball rolling. Totally. Yeah. I think you're really on the right track. And it's also going to be a phase of just you exploring for yourself. You know, I landed on like, find your genius and monetize it and turn it into a business that took me time. There were so many pivots in my business. And then even when I introduced business coaching for the first time, like this framework didn't really get buffed out for a while. So yeah. it's just about kind of refining it over time. So I think you're on the right train of thought of we're just going to call it communication consulting slash copywriting slash helping you word stuff for other people. 
Yeah. And then maybe you work with like a handful of clients doing a bunch of different tasks that involve you communicating in different ways. You're running email sales page or emails, or maybe you're running sales pages, or maybe yeah. you're helping. You have a random client that's like, Hey, can you help me prep for a talk? I don't know. You work with a bunch of different. I would, you know, I would yeah. love that. And I would love to build, say I had five clients or 10 clients or three clients it, mm -hmm. that I could work with and meet all of their needs. I would know them well enough to kind of know what they're looking for and know what their expectations were. And I could work individually with all of them and kind of, you know, like over a long period of time and not, and, you know, just provide them with the service that, you know, they would look only to me for. And I would, I would really like that. I would feel really fulfilled, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I think you do a really good job of that too. Um, and I think, yeah, I think, you could try working with a different sample of clients and then seeing what you really enjoy, what you really like, and then just refining it from there yeah. and then sort of seeing how it takes place. Cause you never know, like you might do your form of communication consulting might be like helping people write custom speeches or like maybe it's people in the workplace who have a hard time just or communicating or don't feel like they're a very good communicator you know it might turn into like a more of like a coachy kind of thing where you're helping people with communication skills but it'll only really come through you know you trying and testing and seeing like oh do I love writing emails or do I love like talking through somebody's communication problems with them in the workplace and helping them give them like tactical tools I think that will just kind of come come with just time how does that feel for you it's, it's interesting. I, I think that you've kind of come up with like so many suggestions and sometimes it helps to just sort of talk about it with another person out loud, if that makes any, mm -hmm. sense, you know, I think just to kind of have somebody hear you out and just kind of feel out your ideas with you as like a sounding board, it just, it, it really helps. Good, good. I think to loop back to the original question about like, how do I frame my past experience? I think it's all going to be through using that, the framework of like, because I did X, I learned how to do Y and I can help you achieve Z because of it. And really pulling everything that you think is relevant for, of course, your education, um, any work experience that you feel like is relevant, um, you know, stuff that you even talk about, like, you know, being a mom and how you've like really like had to like say, for example, like hone your communication skills in order to be like a, a clear communicator with your children. You know, it, it's just about framing essentially. This is all like one big marketing puzzle to solve. You know, when we're thinking about like, how do we take a lifetime of experience and like communicate in a way that's relevant? So I would as, as well think about any times you had other instances or experiences or volunteer or work within the community where you had a chance to really work on your communication skills, or you feel like it's, it's, it's relevant in its own way, even if it was like a small, a small thing you did or a small volunteer role you had, but using those to explain. Um, and then also I think really roping in, you know, your, your psychology background and just being clear and articulating, you know, how that really translates to communication and your ability to understand people well and like think through things and understand more of like the deeper why I'm just making this up behind, yeah. like, you know, behind writing and words and how that impacts you. Yeah. So I would kind of pull in experiences like that. And I think that would be, in my opinion, I think that'd be good enough. How do you feel about that? Yeah, definitely. That feels good. Okay, cool. Do you have any other questions around that, that question one of like experience and framing? Do you feel more confident or how do you feel? Yeah, I definitely feel more confident about it. I think that, 
you know, it's so easy to feel left behind or, you know, less experience. And I, I definitely see what you're saying. I definitely think framing all of my experiences, whatever they may be in a way to give myself an edge. I, I see that. That makes a lot of sense. Cool. Should we do question two? Sure. Okay. So it's sometimes I think my resume doesn't matter because I'm going to be my own boss, but okay, doing what? I see so much focus on Instagram and social media about how women, specifically moms, are bossing up and building their own brand. But I'm not even sure the services I excel at could be marketed at all, let alone be a brand. I feel extremely anxious to start a service of my own because I lack real experience. So what would I know? And on the flip side, I am also intimidated to gain formal work experience by putting myself out there because I am older and I'm embarrassed that I have so little work experience at this point in my life. I am full of hesitation and self-doubt no matter how I slice it. I'm not sure how to overcome it. I think we talked a little bit about like a potential offers that you could create. Are you still considering going back to school? I was for a period in time, but I don't, I don't think that's in the cards for me right now. Okay. Yeah, totally all good. I just wanted to get a check on, check in on where you were at with that. I would say, I feel like you could do the strategy I teach in the book of like, try now. Like when I talk about Carrie and Jenna of just like them trying and then they, they, they got success and traction and they're like, Oh, I can keep going. And it's like, if you try and you feel like you want to go back to school later and you're like, you can totally do that. But I would say, I think you could give it a shot now and, and see, and kind of like let experience be your teacher and could always reevaluate down the road um, if you wanted to go back to school. I think we touched on the stuff about like the resume. Is there anything specific that you want to talk about around the words like, you know, you use words like hesitation and self-doubt? Like what, what comes up for you around there that you feel like is really hindering you or holding you back? Well, I just, it, it really goes back to the first question where it's like there are people with more experience and that are on paper or maybe even not just on paper, maybe just based on like their own life experiences that have more to offer than I, I would. So why me? But then, yeah, it does go back to what you were saying about finding a niche and offering something unique that only I could offer. Right. So I think it just comes from just being so far detached from the workspace for so long and having missed out on, well, not necessarily missed out on, but just not having picked up any experience in those years. Right. And while I was busy being a parent, other people were picking up so much work experience that they, they can use to kind of propel themselves forward. And now I'm kind of thinking like, okay, I have to figure out what those experiences are that could propel me forward. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can I give you a reframe and something else to consider? I was going to say, you can think about this as using it to your advantage. The fact that you haven't been, you know, in the communications workplace for the last several years, or you you don't 100% know the landscape inside out, I think you could use it to your advantage because you're kind of having that beginner's mindset. And that can be such an asset because you're, you can kind of be like, well, this is my business and this is what I'm going to build. And it's kind of great because, because you haven't seen a million examples, you're going to be building your own unique thing that feels good to you versus I know in the beginning, I knew when I was starting my like the early days of kellytrack.com and like when I was doing more like health bloggy stuff, life coachy kind of mindsetty stuff, I knew everybody's stuff, everybody, everybody's key competitors inside out. And I felt like I was just baby copycat of them. And I would try to mirror them and mimic them so much. And that's not always good, you know, but I feel like you're going to be able to come from like 
your own authentic place, create your own authentic thing. You're going to have that beginner's mindset. So I feel like you're in a good position to make something unique versus already coming in being like, oh, well, I know all the key players and what they're offering. And it almost like sways your thinking and sways your style of delivery because you try to make it like so-and-so's who's already very successful um, or structure it like theirs. So I think you're actually in a reframed way in a good position because you have more of a beginner's mindset and can can really create something original. Okay. Actually really thought about it that way. That's interesting because, you know, you sort of think, okay, well, I'm new to this industry, say, I don't know, selling clothes. So let me look at what all the other people are selling and kind of go sell that because clearly they've, you know, attained some kind of success doing that. And that's what the competitors are doing. But it's interesting because if I, I've never really thought about it that way, but from like a beginner's mindset, you could, you know, you, you have the ability to offer something different, right? You can yeah. kind of the current landscape and see, okay, well, you know, maybe people don't really need clothes right now. Maybe they really need I don't know, shoes, you know, totally, totally, right. for sure, for sure. You know, I really learned this really randomly. When I was in Silicon Valley, I did this work on the side for this angel investor and I, he had offered me like consulting and I had asked him like, well, why, why are you asking me? Like you want me to work on these startups that I had literally nothing I knew nothing about. And I had no clue about these industries. And I was like, why would you want me to research like this random thing and like understand this and like try to help on this? And he's like, He's like, that's why I want you to help. He's like, because, you know, you're different and you're unique. And he's like, you have that outsider perspective and everybody's looking at like, you know, point A and you're like, oh, well, did you ever consider point C and D? And it's like, because you come from that outsider perspective, you just add this different element that's like really needed because when you're sometimes so in it, you can't see those different possibilities or things. So I feel like that could be a, a way to help you kind of reframe this is, is you bringing that beginner's mindset and just seeing things from a different lens and that can be so valuable. It's crazy. I've never really thought about it that way. You always, you know, you think you're new to something. So you have to look around to kind of see what everybody else is doing to sort of get your bearing. But you don't actually realize that because you're so new to something and you come in in a specific time during a specific situation or a specific climate that perhaps that what you see and what you have to offer for that time period it's different and it could be very useful. So I've never really thought about it that way. That's very interesting. Good. What else comes up for you around this? Is there anything else I can do to support you around this sort of feeling of like hesitation or self-doubt or like other people have built it up so big? No, I think that's it. Like, I, I think it was just a really big, like intimidation of walking into what could be maybe otherwise defined as a very saturated industry. Right. Or, but yeah, that was very helpful. Okay, good. Yeah. And I really just like think about the way I would like see you going forward, like building this business and getting clients like in my mind's eye, like I could see you, you know, you being like out and about in your life and like living your life or say you're at the park with your kids and you bump into somebody else and they have a business and you know, they're like asking you about something and you're like, Oh, I do this like communications consulting. And then like they hire you, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, you have a sure. unique offer. You have a unique way of being, they relate to you. They connect with you. There's so many things that go into a customer buying from you specifically. It's like an amazing offer. They love you. They love your personality. They, they, they jive with you. They feel like they, you get them cause you like understand their unique, unique lived experience. So you just gotta remember that you've got like so many factors going for you when it comes to 
the unique offer you build and the unique target market you serve. Um, and those two things together will like make somebody want to buy from you versus like some huge big name uh, or some big corporate company that does communications. That's how like I would visualize it in my head. This is actually really helpful. It's helpful to see how another person can envision it, right? Yeah, totally. And I think you can do this in whatever form this takes, you know, communications consulting, the VA, you know, I'm just calling it communications yeah. consulting just yeah. to give it a name while we do this um, call right now. But yeah, in the whatever form it takes, I feel like you're such a strong communicator and you're great with your words. And I think, and I think you have the drive and the ambition and you have the desire. So I feel like in my opinion, I think it's like a green light for you and like a gas on the pedal moment of like, okay, cool. Like how can we like propel you forward and like go? Cause I feel yeah, like, like you, what have now, to... you know, yeah, yeah. totally. You totally. Know what's interesting? I actually started your book on, I don't know, like probably the first week of, of the new year. And I was like, okay. So I, 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 I wrote it in my thing to you that I was aiming to read 10 pages of a book of, of some kind of like entrepreneurial, nonfiction book just to kind of awaken like the mind to you know towards like okay like what's next what can I be doing moving forward and I found it to be really inspiring I I, I don't know how to explain it but it was very inspiring but not in a cheesy way if that makes any sense you know sometimes you can hear somebody be like you can do it you can do it and you're like okay enough I, I can't listen to that anymore but it was it was inspiring and I think just a lot of your anecdotes really you know it it was one of those things that that sort of really had me thinking, okay, like what now, what can I do? I want to do something and like, how can I begin to do those things? So definitely the book got my, my wheels turning. So good. yeah, I'm so glad. And I feel like you're taking good action. Like you're like really moving on it, you know, like you're not just like sitting around yeah, and doing nothing. You're really like, I feel like you energetically, like you're putting into motion. So I just want to reflect that to you and, and tell you that you a hundred percent have that like forward momentum moving for you for sure. Yeah. I think that once you kind of feel a little driven, I think that the best thing to do is, okay, you feel driven, then go, you know? And yeah. I think that, especially it's a new year. And I think that, you know, everybody's feeling super ambitious around this time of year. And I, I think that the important thing is to sort of not lose momentum. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like we touched on everything in that question too? Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about question three? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay, cool. Um, question three is, do you have books, podcasts, TED Talks, et cetera, that you can suggest by people, specifically women who may be my situation? Are there reading materials I can take on to discover my next steps? I have poured my last five years into giving my children all I've got. I'm not sure there's anything left for me in the tank. If there is, where can I find it? And how can I navigate my next steps to build something from it? So is this more in the, so I know where to point you. Is this more in the direction of like, I need motivation. I need tangible next steps of like, what do I do? Like ABCD, what kind of specific like advice or motivation are you looking for? Both, I guess. I mean, you know, I, I, I just said, I found your book to be, it was, it was a real, it was the perfect read for the beginning of the year. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? It was the perfect mm -hmm. way to start the year. It kind of got me feeling driven and I'd like to know, well, now that my book is done, <laughs> I would like read anything else that you have to recommend that kind of keeps that sort of entrepreneurial like motivation 
moving in the same direction. And then yes, also, if there's any industry specific resources you could point me to, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I would love to listen to entrepreneurial uh, podcasts as you know, I, I sort of get, get things done or even as I work out or walk, I, I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the inspiration side, in terms of the things that have been most helpful for me, I have always loved the desire map by Daniel Laporte. That is more about like figuring out how you want to feel and embodying that in real life. I would say though, tactically building like a business and next steps, I would plug uh, your conscious empire, my course about like going from an idea of like, I have this idea. How do I make this real? Like, what does this look like in terms of building out an offer, validating this offer, ensuring it's aligned with my genius? How do I start getting clients? How do I build out a package, a sales page, a website? How do I market this? That's really the A to Z of like you building something out that's like up and running in the next three months of like full website, full offer, sales pages, like everything, your banking, legal, literally, literally the A to Z of every single detail of essentially giving you the business model that I've built for myself for other people of one-on-one services and or online classes if you want to do them later. It's, okay. it's that. So that's truly the actionable plan of where you would kind of go next in terms of business stuff, in terms okay. of inspiration. Jen Sincero's You're a Badass. I don't know if you read that, but she had she just kind of has this unique ability to pull stuff off it's like her like getting a record deal with her band and she barely knew how to play the guitar it's just like stuff like that that I'm always like wow people just go out there and just do it and I find that to be very motivational when times I feel a lot of self-doubt because I think about like I just like reading her stories of just how she pulled stuff together and just sort of did it that can just, I don't know, it's just really inspirational to me. Not that I'm ever going to go build a band or try to get a record deal, but it's just little things like that just remind me that there's people out there that don't really like listen to their inner critic and just sort of go for it. That would yeah. be like a, maybe a book I would pass off to you um, if you haven't read it. It can be very helpful as well just to like have books or the podcasts in the background that you learn, but like spending, I would say the bulk of the time is actually taking the momentum and moving forward and like building that it's like the best use of energy while you're in a motivated space is to actually like take action and start like creating an offer, starting to create a website, you know, you know, you mentioned like potentially like building a brand, you know, um, how does that work? Like, how does that happen? Like, you know, if you were to potentially connect with like a graphic designer, but I think like that, that actionable step being like using this energy and the motivation you have to put it towards physically like building out a business. And then when you're feeling like you want inspiration, it's like reading a book in the evening or like listening to podcasts on the go. Any other questions around that Um, or any other things you want to chat about? No, I think that we really hit all of my main points. Cool. I would say the biggest thing in terms of like next steps is really like, I'd say refining an offer and figuring out what that offer is and what is your potential niche and what you want to what you want to build and that really comes down to like what specifically do you want to sell that would be like the next the main next step for you from a business building standpoint okay so that can be solved through your conscious empire as a resource one-on-one work with me or like um you you, even just if you want to sit down and like journal about you know what is it that i want to offer what do i want to sell what other people are selling just you taking that next step of, of refining an offer okay what was the number one most helpful thing for you today? The thing that still resonates with me, I actually didn't even write any other notes around it. I just wrote beginner's mindset. I don't think that's ever really been said to me before. I think, you know, we we very much function from this point of, oh, well, don't do that. Like, that's that's just way too competitive. Like, for example, like, 
don't do real estate. Everybody's a real estate agent. You could yeah. find, you know, thousands of them, but then you don't really think about that beginner's mindset perspective. No, no one really phrases it to you that way. Everybody's like, Oh no, that's too competitive. Stay away from that. You'll never be successful doing that. You know? Good, good. Amazing. I'm glad that you like that. I feel like that is always a nice little reframe or something just to think about because it can be so easy to look at the competition and just, you know, somebody else's website and they're just so accomplished. And, you know, I do that. I look at people's stuff. I just, I mean, now I'm in the space where I look at people's how many reviews they have on Amazon of their book. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I am so far away. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always that thing. It was a lovely book. It was a very, very, very enjoyable read. So I'm sure that you'll have all the positive reviews coming your way soon. Thank you. I so appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for asking such thoughtful, well mapped out questions. And yeah, I just want to recognize you and applaud you for like doing the work and like taking the action and like starting to put yourself out there and like really thinking through this. I feel like you're in that space of like it, this could totally manifest and happen for you this year. And you're in that space. So I just want to recognize you for that and reflect that to you that you're already on your way and you've got the momentum going for you and you're starting and you're doing it. So I just want to applaud you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I really appreciate your time. I find that I don't know. I don't, I don't really talk to many people about this. As I mentioned earlier, I'm like, I'm, I'm a very private person and I don't really, I don't know. I don't really communicate sort of what's going on in my head. I really appreciate your time and just thank you so, so much. You are so welcome. All right, my friends. And there you have it. That is the episode for you today. I hope you got some wisdom from this and it was helpful for you in some way or shape or form. And if you want to figure out how to find your genius and discover the work that only you can do in the world, you can do so by ordering a copy of PS You're a Genius, my very first published book at kellytrack.com slash books. That's kellytrack.com slash books. And the audiobook, which is narrated by me, is officially out in the world. So that is also linked at kellytrack.com slash books if you want to hear me teach you how to find your genius. And it is me talking to you for just about six hours. So it's fun. It was really fun to record and I tried to make it engaging to listen to. So I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> All right, my friends, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And oh, one more quick thing. If you've ever wanted to get coached by me one-on-one, you can figure out all the details at kellytrack.com slash coaching. I would absolutely love to work with you privately if that is the kind of thing that calls to you and speaks to you. All right, my friends, talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.